This podcast is brought to you by Ending HIV. Did you know that regular condoms are the correct fit for only 75% of guys? Which means there is a 25% chance that a condom is going to feel too tight or too loose. Ending HIV have developed the Condom Fit Kit, a free resource for under 25 gay, transgender, and bisexual folk who have sex with people with penises. The Fit Kit contains nine different sizes of condoms, a variety of lubes, a masturbation toy to help you try out the different condoms, a book to guide you through the kit, or a video if you're more a visual learner. I wish I had something like this when I was a baby gay. Remember, it's not about what you've got, but what you can do with it. Stand proud. Visit whatsmyfit.co.nz to order yours today. I'll be ordering. Kia ora, kia ora, kia ora. Welcome to Drag Race Down Under, brought to you by Ending HIV, a weekly kick-ons recap. This week, we're joined by extra special co-host Blaze from Ending HIV. Am I Rue? No. Are you Michelle? No. Are we about to act like we are? Duh. The night is young. No, we're not done. Party back at ours, everybody's welcome to the kick-offs. You're welcome. Oh my fucking god, it happened. (laughs) We've made it, team. Welcome back to the final episode of season one of Drag Race Down Under. Brought to you by Ending HIV, and we've got in-house with us today our gorgeous friend, Blaze. Welcome back to Hi. Oh my gosh, thank you so much for having me. <laughs> you are so welcome. Blaze of Ending HIV fame, Blaze of Ms. Wednesday, Blazel. Blaze of... Michelle absolute, Bizarre, oh yes. best friend, fame. Blaze of <laughs> absolute iconic star of at Instagram. all times of Instagram. And TikTok. Wine oh. mom. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Pulling out all the stops, team. I right. oh, <laughs> keep going. Spa bath lover. <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, my gosh. You know me so well. I know. Every time you're posting being like, come and join me, I'm like, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> please, please come and join. Yeah. Amazing. How are you feeling the day after the crowning of a Kiwi queen? Wow. So, um, so, so proud. So fucking proud. <laughs> oh, so amazing. Yeah, let's talk about your relationship. So the winner, guys, it's Kita. It's fucking Kita. If it wasn't going to be Anita, Kita man. it's <laughs> got to be Kita. Kita me, yeah. congratulations. You were our queen. We yes. were hashtag team Kita as soon as Anita got eliminated. <laughs> <laughs> and we love you. Um, let's talk about your relationship with Kita. I know you're in, you're an Auckland queen yourself. Mm-hmm. Sure am. Um, my relationship with Keto goes back maybe three years now. Um, but of it, like I knew of Keto when I first came onto the scene here years ago. Um, and like she was just, she always has been an iconic staple of our drag community, um, like a pillar of our drag community. And um, I always thought she was this formidable force of talent. And um, then a few years later, I got to, I got to work with her um, when I choreographed this like corporate event that was like Rocky Horror styled and um, Kita and Anita performed with us. And they were, um, you know, at the start of Rocky Horror when there's like the cinema girl um, with the popcorn and stuff. So they were the cinema girls and I got to choreograph this gorgeous routine for them. And, um, and then we went on and, um, I got to play like Brad and a bit of Rocky and, um, 
Kita did Frankenfurter. She performed um, Don't Dream It, Be It. Oh, my God, it was incredible. Um, <clears throat> and that was, what, 2018. And then I decided because um, I my like beginnings of drag were, was in a show called Pleasure Dome um, here in Auckland. And then I a year the after that, I just... Pleasure Dogs Drag Race. Um, (laughs) um, uh, So did that, obviously, with Electra, and um, then a year after that decided that I wanted to do drag for real, for real. And when I did my drag debut, I entered into Kita and Anita's Drag Wars, which is a monthly drag competition that Kita and Anita run here in Auckland. And that was kind of my first time... um, I guess, meeting Kida in drag, um, you know, both of us in drag, and that was great. And then um, since then, um, my relationship with Kida and Anita um, has really um, become this beautiful thing because obviously I work for Eating HIV and Kida and Anita have been so, so supportive of um, Eating HIV and we've partnered with them um, on Drag Wars a multitude of times. Um, they, uh, in particular, we've done these World AIDS Day um, uh, Drag Wars specials um, for the last two years and it's been so fucking cool. And the last one we did... Um, I did a I did a speech about HIV stigma at this um, particular one. I was in drag. Um, I go to these in drag as well as Ms. Wednesday. And um, Kita said, and I hold this really dear. Um, so in these competitions, they have sometimes they have like strip competitions, and I've done them as Blaze out of drag um, in the past, and always come like second. Um, and um, I did this one in drag, um, and I stripped off all of my drag, um, including my hip pads, and I was holding just a single hip pad over my crutch. Um, and I even <laughs> took my wig off. I even peeled my wig off, um, which was glued to my face. Um, <laughs> and uh, it was wild. And Kita, afterwards, um, Kita stood up and she made this beautiful speech, like this really gorgeous impromptu speech about like the work um, that NEHIV do. But also she was like, oh, and Blaze is like, like uh, the amazing work that Blaze does for our community, blah, blah, blah. And I like, I was like so overwhelmed because I have idolized Kita for so many years. Um, And then she said, (laughs) then she ended the speech by saying, Blaze is the gayest person I have ever met. Um, and I hold that, I wear that to this day. Like I'm the gayest person that ketamine has ever met. Like, are you fucking kidding me? I will take that to my grave. Um, yeah, she so bless- Michelle Visage. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> she's been beside Michelle Visage. You know, she's had an emotional journey with, she's had therapy from Michelle Visage. Um, and like, yeah, so that was really beautiful. And then obviously um, we recruited her for our Sweat with Pride campaign um, uh, for this yes. month, which is currently going on. And she was so on board with it. And we just got her because she was going to the premiere in Sydney of Drag Race. And she filmed that, um, the Sweat with Pride campaign, the day before um, because we we moved the filming date so that she could be a part of it. And she was so sweet and so on board. And, yeah, I just think she's such a valuable <clears throat> a valuable pillar of our community. And I'm so blessed to call her a colleague, to call her a sister. And, you know, I'm, def- I'm definitely not like um, in her inner circle, but I'm very much blessed to work with her and to know her and um, and to have had some very nice things said about me from her. So, yeah, yeah. love you, Kita. Love you. That story, <laughs> if you listeners at home, wherever you are right now, are not warm to your core listening to how gorgeous that little speech was. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wow. The gayest person <laughs> I've ever met. <laughs> what an honour. What a true honour. Yeah, Kita, <laughs> I can't wait to meet you. I'm coming for you, Blaze. I'm coming. <laughs> 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 Honey, I went... 
it would be an honor to to cede my title to you. <laughs> yeah. No, I'll get I'll be the second place stripper, I feel it. Um, I feel like Tita is just such a good I mean, her journey we'll talk about, but like just going out there as like the winner of season one of Drag Race Down Under, she's so warm. She's been through so much. She works hard. Like she is just such a great ambassador to put out there with all the rest of the winners. Absolutely. And also I think that her style of drag um, is not necessarily a style that does take out drag race often. You know, that really campy um, glam. So to have someone, and also like a bigger girl as well. You know, I know she's gone through a weight loss journey, but there are a lot of facets of Kida, her personality, her drag, her story, her struggles and her triumphs that make her the perfect queen. And I'm just so glad that Rue got it right. Yeah. Oh my God. So Blaze, tell us about um, your viewing of the finale because we need to hear what you did. Um, It was really cute. So this whole season I've been um, hosting viewings um, at my house, which is just down the road from our office here at NZAF. It's just down the road. And um, all of like all of my colleagues and my team come over um, and we've been watching it together. Um, And then when I I haven't been able to do that, I've gone up to um, Max Tweedy, the second gayest person that I've ever met. um, (laughs) 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 Um, And my, I, I used to live with him, um, and uh, so I got to our old house together and watch it with another group of gays. But um, but last night I hosted a thing. I put an invite out to all my peeps, um, all my colleagues, and I said, "Hey, come round. We're doing this as usual." Um, and two of them came over, and it was it was a, it was a bit more pared down, which was lovely. It was so nice just to have a bit of an intimate viewing. Um, and we ordered some takeout, um, and we had some rosé, and it was kind of like a kind of like a casual, classy kind of event affair. Um, talk some shit, you know, um, and then buckled down and braced ourselves to crown our queen. And um, it was just. Delightful. So shout out to Anthony and Victoria for um, making my viewing so, so special. And to share that with um, two of my gorgeous colleagues was was really special. So, yeah, that was mine. How about you? Well, we, do you know what? Last night was the first time where I was like, I think I get sports. Yeah, because we hosted a um, big We'd like hired out a little cute room called 257. If you need anything um, events-wise in Wellington, look up 257. Yeah. They're super nice, very hospitable, um, great pricing. Vibes. 100% would use them again. So we hired out this room there and we had a projector and there were like bleachers that we set up and chairs and popcorn and uh, we got some beers sponsored by the gorgeous people at Parrot Dog. Yay! Thank yes. you. Um, <laughs> and heaps of uh, listeners and friends, friends and new friends came and we all watched Drag Race together like it was the <laughs> fucking rugby. Like <laughs> It really was. Yelling. It was like- <laughs> we had um, the gorgeous Bombay Bombshell who has uh, been on this podcast with us perform with us and for us and that was absolutely incredible the pre-game was chromatica (laughs) (laughs) it It was so good it was just so camp and lovely and also there were a couple of people there who tagged along who don't watch drag race or have like seen it on and off and both of them straight men commented to me that they had the best time, that they loved it, that it was just like the best night. It was so amazing. It was so warm and fun. And so, yeah, it was really cute. So thank oh, you, Oh, that's so good. Came. Oh, my gosh. Yay. What? We love converting straight men. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll have to do it bigger and better next year. Like, Handy I'm guns. thinking weekly viewings. Okay. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Wild. I love it. (laughs) You could really create a community, right? You could really create a season two community. 
Yeah, totally. it's out there. It's out there. Oh my god, I haven't heard like any rumors about like casting, but how great! Mm. Like, maybe we could maybe later on in the episode we can we can like put in some some thoughts about who maybe from New Zealand we think could be on a second season. Yes, let's do that. All right, let's get into the episode. I just admitted earlier that I wrote these drunk last night, so <laughs> let's see if I can read them. So, the beginning of the episode, the girls walk in. Kita feels, like, kind of bad, but also not bad about eliminating her sister, Electra, in which was an incredible, incredible um, farewell lip sync yeah producing yeah great television the note on the mirror just saying like i'm happy to be have gone out by the winner of rupaul's drag race was really kind to ketamine and then also Mm -hmm. the girls commenting that they it looked like electra was like too in awe of keta to like fully do her absolute best like she Mm. it was her time and she felt that and the other girls could see that she felt that and well done Electra so good so good yeah I felt so I felt so proud of Electra you know obviously I've um my the beginnings of of my drag was with Electra and I I cried when she was eliminated I got really emotional Um, and I felt so, so proud of her and she'll thrive. She'll thrive after this. And, um, yeah, she, and the way she left the competition, I thought was a really great testament to her self. Like she, like, like, like you said, you know, that note she left about honoring Keita and yeah, it was stunning. Yeah. And we were saying last week, like it was a really great conclusion to her arc on the show. It's kind of like Keita, like. If Karen had won, I would have been like, where did this come from? Whereas Keita was like this overall arching arc that was completed. We love it. So they're joking about um, top three plus art, this whole thing again, um, which is kind of funny, but also like (laughs) a bit over it. Yeah. The thing about top three plus art, though, whose name were we saying? Yeah. True. That's T. Oh, my God. That's T. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, I love it. Well, Art says she knows she hasn't wasted her opportunity um, in coming back, which is so true. They talk about the bring back, brought back Queen curse, um, and how she's broken it. She's fully. broken it. Mm-hmm. I honestly really like has. at one point I was like, Art's winning. There was a moment that flashed into my head. I was like, it's Art. Mm-hmm. They've shown Art so much. Oh my god! And then, hmm. I mean, Art had a great. Final episode. That episode, it could have gone to either Art or Keita. Yeah, I agree. And it was, oh, it was actually such a good episode. Like, all the story we got. Mm. Yeah. After, like, yeah, it was rich. Kind of... It was rich. Mm, <laughs> it was rich. So Scarlett had three wins, um, <clears throat> which is crazy. And that's when Art says, anyone, uh, sorry, anything can happen. Um, and the crown just feels something. Close. I'm gonna imagine. I'm gonna imagine it was close. Heavy. All right. So the queen. Yeah, heavy. The queens enter, and then again, like I say, every episode just such great entering the workroom. Um, Etiquette. Etiquette. It's the best it's ever been in a series, I reckon. They're really good at it. Yeah. Actually, I think that this season, the most they have had to, like, act a lot. Like, that whole scene where they, like, were pretending to be shocked at flashbacks. (laughs) What the fuck? That was weird. That was so weird. (laughs) (laughs) The final one that was Electra's, like, entrance room look and they're like, <laughs> and they're like ah! yeah so I wonder like I in that segment I wondered if like they had like and production had decided which ones they were going to be putting in before or whether they were just like okay so we're going to film like five reaction shots um and then in post they were like okay we're going to put Electra's fucking entrance <laughs> look <Surely. laughs> oh god that shady edit Shady edit. <laughs> and oh my good, good girly god. 
<laughs> we love you, oh, Coco. Coco. Love you. <laughs> so Rue enters saying his final g'day, 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 um, and says that he needs them to show her they want the crown um, and invites the girls for a delicious lunch, which I kind of didn't think was going to happen for some reason. I was like, oh, mm. oh my God. Um, and then we see Olivia Newton-John pop up on the screen with her daughter, Chloe. She looks like a real-life Barbie. Yeah. She does. Also, I didn't know Olivia Newton-John was Dame. I didn't know she was knighted. Neither did I until My, my friend was like, it. what's she done? Greece? And I was like, and Xanadu. <laughs> yes, knight. Knight her for Xanadu yeah. alone. Knight the bitch for Xanadu. Like, icon shit. <laughs> Absolutely. She literally just put out, a, like, a few years ago, a duets album with um, John Travolta. Yeah. Like, she is. I need to put this on my Apple Music Greece. right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a literal disaster. It's not great, but like, nostalgia. Yeah, it's good. It's good. Um, flash forward, but. At the end of the episode, we were all like, what's the lip sync going to be? Everyone was screaming and we thought hopelessly devoted to you at one point. And then um, Alex, shout out, friend of the pod, was like, it's definitely physical, guys. Like, duh. Yeah. And when it, started, it was like, yeah. Of yeah. It was yeah. so good. Okay. Oh, I wrote here, Chloe is doing the most because she really was. But like, who wouldn't? I love mm. when the guests steal RuPaul's lines and then go, oh, I just had to say it. I just had to. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. So original. <laughs> so the challenge is. Say it. Yeah. <laughs> so the challenge is to join Ru on a remix of his song, You're a Winner? Or I'm, yeah. a, I'm a Winner? I, I'm a Winner. I'm a Winner. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you are a winner. You are a winner today. That's yeah. a great, great group. It is a bop. Mm. Yeah, it is. It is. It is. A, it is a, it, it, it's a classic too. Like, so RuPaul is. is pulling out all the stops for our gals down here. So so true. So they have to write a verse each, as we see, um, and then later will be choreographed. Um, in their routine. So Karen decides that her verse, I just did not understand this at all, was going to be, no matter what happens, we've done it. We've all been here together. It's been amazing. What? Yeah, the only part of Karen's um, rap, I actually thought it was a good rap, but just the wrong wrong room. Read the crowd. But yeah. when she said, I-, I prefer to call them colleagues, that was funny. Yeah. yeah. But other yeah. that, it was like, no I love Karen so much. Like, I'm literally drinking out of a Karen from Finance Mark. Oh, nice. Um, like, she has been a, a, like a fave queen of mine for years. Her and Keita have actually been my two favorite Australasian queens for a number of years now. Um, but, yeah, I just thought, oh, honey, like, I, like, like you, great, great thinking of trying to be outside the box, but probably not the right box, you know? Um, mm. But I loved the reference to the colleagues. I thought it was very funny. Yeah. And then Art is like in current, like openly admitting sabotage. Like she's like, yeah. oh, so oh good. God. Such a great idea. <laughs> and you know, you know what I realized during Art's confessional in that point? I was like, I was, because the whole season I've been trying to figure out who Art reminds me of. And she reminds me of like a, she reminds me of Kath Day Night from Kath and Kip. Like yeah. a really like a cynical Kath Day night. Um, like just in every mannerism, she's so kitsch. And I just, I, I, I adore her to pieces. Yeah, so I agree. Such a good common commentator. Yeah, everyone that I've mm-hmm. been talking to about Drag Race who doesn't actually watch Drag Race, which is way too many people for my liking, but they're always like, oh, the one with the lips. You know, yeah. the one with the lips. <laughs> the one with the lips. <laughs> she does make me want to get some filler. Oh, my God. Oh. I'll come with you, darling. Great. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. So Keita reveals that she's going to sing because she rapped in the Queen's Down Under. What did she say? I've proven that I can um, something. Spit a line. Spit, yeah. 
Ah, it was so funny. Um, and she says that her um journey has been raw and real, and that she wants that's what she wants to sing about. Which it's so interesting to me how like like in touch she seems to be with herself, even though she kind of admits that there's so much that she needs to like relearn about herself. Mm-hmm. It's like she knows, but she just can't. Like, put it into practice. Whoa. There's a lesson for everyone. <laughs> so we get to the Jaffa brunch, which was great. It was really lovely to see that little touch of kiwiness in there, wasn't it? Truly. Also, <laughs> Jaffa, Jaffa brunch. <laughs> Jaffa brunch. More like Jaffa therapy. Yeah. It was insane. So Scarlett um, says that she... It reminds us again that she's had three wins um, and that her, she said she doesn't get, her mum asked her if she got her pash for fash. No, sorry, Michelle asks if she got her pash for fash from her mum. <laughs> and I love how she was like, no, sorry, love you mum, but no, <laughs> which was so cute. Um, and then she reveals that her partner wrote her, letters um to open during the um like throughout the course of filming which I thought was like a really great idea and I guess like like you know that they are removed from technology etc but you kind of Mm. don't think about how hard it actually must be to not be able to reach out to anyone or yeah probably and not even really each other right they get like locked back in their yeah I actually don't know how like, obviously, they stay in the hotel together and then we get shipped to and from set each day. But, like, yeah, I don't know how it works in terms of their ability to... So I, I would say they probably don't get to. I would say it's, like, to and from each day so that they can get the most amount of, like, realness yes. in the filming, right? Yeah, mm. and also after a day of filming, um, you would be exhausted. I I should yeah. just do go home and like run over the whole day and then like pass out. Yeah, yeah, or like keep working on something that they know, like the snatch game character or whatever. Yeah, totally, totally. Crazy. So this is when um, Michelle and Rue are like reminding Scarlett not to read the comments and not to let the um, something in, the noise in. I actually went through Scarlett's comments the other night just as a little treat to myself and wow, she should be reading those. Yeah, but don't you think there's so many that are just like, you got this girl, I'm like, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> There's a definitely a number of those. Yeah. And then there is also definitely a lot of hate. And then people fighting each other in the comments, the haters versus the lovers. Ooh, that's wow. crazy. Yeah. I think it I would mean, be really yeah. hard to ignore it. Yeah, truly. I think it's I think like it's 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 a tricky one though, right? Because obviously there's there's stuff that's happened that she has to be accountable for, but I think it's in terms of how people hold her to account as well. Like in terms of ensuring that the accountability is done in a way that creates a reciprocal, like a reciprocity thing. Um, And like, yes, she owes people apologies and she owes work done to repair or to make reparations. Um, but in terms of, yeah, like how people do that, I think is a very interesting topic. Um, but yeah, I can imagine that her comment section is a vicious place to be. Yeah, I know, I know. Um, oh, and I liked when Michelle said, never forget what you have in your life that is good. I thought that was like really nice, um, advice from our queen Michelle, Mm. who like really should like take up therapy, being a therapist. Truly. Oh, my God. If I could have a session, I, like, oh, gosh. Amazing. How good would that be? So, Mm. Art, now, this was good. Art um, appreciates her second chance uh, and says that she has so many people that rely on her and yet she doesn't rely on anyone was basically yeah. the crux of yeah. it. 
to create work for people to financially um, support support her family and well, it sounded like quite a few people yeah, in her life. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> I can feel that, you know. You want to be able to look after people if that's, especially as a queen, that's like really part of the job. Totally, mm-hmm. totally. You know, mothering a community. Mm. Yeah, and Michelle is sort of saying, like, that can only go on for so long before you have to stop and say, like, who's taking care of me? Um, Because otherwise it's just going to lead to burnout. Yes. Which, oh, it was just so interesting. And you could tell that art was taking in everything that they were saying, and it was, like, all happening in the moment, her, like, realising what... The position she's in, I yeah. guess. Yeah, even the, the way that it was phrased when she was like, oh, that's never been pointed out as a negative for me. And then when Michelle came back and said, the only negative in doing that is that you're going to burn out. Mm. I was like, mm. 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 Yeah, that's fucking poignant. <laughs> that's so poignant. Yeah. And then mm. when we saw later Art speaking with Karen and really like going over it in her head, it was just... Mm. Definitely one of those nights where she would have been going back to the hotel and that's all she would have been Yes, it was almost on the level of, like, Karen being told that she needs to sex it up and that just, like, really getting in her head. You just saw Art doing the same thing, but um, about real real life. Yeah. Totally. Um, Then we hear Karen. She said she felt beautiful last week um, and she does feel a a bit boxed in by the character that she has put on herself, um, <clears throat> which was interesting. I, yeah, I felt a bit like yeah, her chat with Michelle and Rue was a bit like well, off to me. The only thing that was quite off was when Rue was like, oh, do you base this character off your mother? And she's like, oh, no, not at all, but my mum did work in finance and she was a bookkeeper. <laughs> yeah. It's like, doll, you're young. <laughs> <laughs> um, but she did say something about like the like the feminine, the feminine energy from her mum and mm. how that like she channels that and the kindness. You know how she said that her mum was really mm. kind? I thought that was really sweet. Really sweet. Um, I think this is where I realized that Karen wasn't gonna win. I think it was this interview. Yeah. I was like, ah, oh, I don't think this is Karen's time. Um, and, but I think like this whole competition, I don't, I, I just don't think her, the, the format of the competition is right for Karen. Mm. Like I think oh, so. Karen is so strong in her one woman shows. And, you know, when she's open for, for people before she's fucking outstanding when she has full creative control of a concept. Um, she flies and I just, yeah, it's almost like she doesn't need this competition to like validate her drag. She's yeah. I I really, I really admire her as a, as a creative. Yeah. She's such an established queen. Mm. She she didn't Mm. need, like she didn't need drag race to propel Mm. her forward Mm. really. Yeah. At all. But it was, um, Great to have her there. <laughs> totally, totally. Yeah. Um, Kita says that she, well, this was all amazing as well, so that self-doubt has been a bit of a surprise to her through the competition because she obviously probably came in being like, I'm one of the top in the country and forgot about the inner saboteur when when rude started talking about the inner saboteur the whole room was like oh (laughs) (laughs) so funny um and that she needs to be kind to herself and now that she's gone through her weight loss journey address she's like address the physical problem well not problem but the physical side she needs to now address what 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 else is going on there? And it was like mm. so nice. And then Rue was talking about her inner child, that she needed to hug her inner child. Oh, when she gave herself so a real sweet. hug in front of Rue. And 
Nikita was the only one who ate the Jeffers. <laughs> the only I one. Know. Yes. I know. I know. It was iconic. Yeah. Oh. Again, the whole room screamed and cheered when she ate the Jeffers. We're yeah. like, yes. yes. <laughs> that was where so, I knew. I was like, she's going to win. She's put the two balls in her mouth. She's going to win. You got <laughs> you got to make Rue laugh. If you can make Rue laugh. And she, she, it was everything. She gave herself a hug mm. and then she cracked mm. Rue up and she let people in. And she, mm-hmm. oh, it was literally, that was queenly ball. And Rue said, I'm yeah. so proud of you. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, melt. So, so, so good. Um, oh, and then they, sp- they also spoke about when um, Kita was younger and her parents got divorced and the family was kind of separated. And then mm. they all sort of had a um, moment a bit later when they were getting ready about their relationships with their fathers. And it was just, like, yeah. really fucking sad. It was yeah. really, really sad. They all had the same story, basically, in one way or mm. another. Um, fuck that to- toxic masculinity. Um, right. Now we get to the choreography. Um, the One of the people at the viewing could not get over it, like, was so excited. They were like, that's Paris Goebel's best friend. And it was so good. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, that's thought, so cute. We thought it would be them, like royal family. Mm, mm, yeah. mm, mm, I was like, it's either going to be Paris Goble or Electra's coming back to choreograph. Hilarious. Yeah. And Lance, you're a fucking bad. Oh my gosh. Really How gorgeous is Lance? Lance, if you're listening and if you're that way inclined, DM me <laughs> ASAP, please. <laughs> when I did some work at New Zealand Fashion Week, um, Lance was like skulking around. Ooh, yeah. skulking. Like, oh, he can skulk on me any day. They can skulk <laughs> on me. Sorry, Lance. I'm not sure if they're going on. So Karen admits she's not a dancer. Uh, and. Kita is kind of a dancer, a Kita. mover. Kita's an absolute mover. She's a mover and shaker. Um, Art could not get over the Pat the Nunny. Oh my gosh, that sent me when she was there. She's like, is it on my, is it on my legs or is it on my nunny? <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then obviously Scarlett is a dancer, picks up the choreography. <laughs> Amazing. Um, Karen's struggling the most. Um, and Lance says that she is dancing like a Karen, which was great. <laughs> hot and Nailed funny. Three what more can we want? <laughs> exactly. exactly. Marry me. <laughs> so, yeah, then we get the chat about um, the fathers. They're all bought bonding over their relationships with their fathers. Um, and then we get the runway. Dun, dun, dun. That was another amazing moment at the viewing. It's just like everyone feels the same at the exact same moments. Everyone's <laughs> 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 like, yeah, what's she wearing? What's she wearing? Like, it was so good. Um, Rue looks amazing. I loved the wig, the dress as well. Mm. The full look was incredible. Best yeah, that gorgeous copper thing. And the kind of gladiator strap up, like the crisscross strap up thing. Oh yes. my gosh, stunning! And Michelle looks amazing in oh, red So dreamy. And have we seen that look before somewhere? Well, I may or may not have seen that look at IRL. Um, oh. uh, we, we can get to that after we've, we've reviewed the episode. But yeah, it was. It was just as stunning on camera as it was in real life. Oh, oh my God. And Reese looked amazing too, but his contour was so dark. Yeah. I, I said exactly the same thing to my pals. I was like, that girl is beat for the gods. And it wasn't like the camera panned. And it was like the ca- the lighting hadn't adjusted to Reese's face. And the contour was like, yeah. it looked like the contour had gone all the way down his cheek. <laughs> it was I like halfway it down his face. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like they'd hollowed out his so entire good. fucking 
side of his face. So good. I I, like if that was a choice, then like go for it, Reese. But like it looked like a fucking stitch up from a makeup artist. Yeah. Yeah. And and it looked like he was wearing falsies too. It looked like he was wearing false lashes. His eyelashes were really bold. And I was like, wow, he's doing like this kind of. Yeah, it was stunning. It was it was stunning. The I'm, contour was popping a lot. <laughs> I'm happy to see Reese on other uh, iterations of Drag Race around the world. Shit, yeah, that oh, was so cool. So his his contributions to this season have been exceptional. Yeah, yeah, totally. Really, like made up for the late. Like you, you didn't need a fourth judge. No, no, he really came to the table and and owned owned his presence at that judging table. Absolutely. God, it would have been so intimidating. <laughs> so there's lots <laughs> yeah. of jokes about sweaty balls, um, which is yes. Um, And then we see, I'm a winner, baby, down under mix. Uh, Kita, oh, the voice of an angel. What the hell? Kita sounded like she belonged on that track and that tr- she, like, wrote a real verse for it you yeah know? she really did like it look it sounded so original and organic yes yeah absolutely the lyrics were perfect i just could when she said like i'm just gonna sing i was like yeah oh no coco no 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 coco <laughs> <laughs> but great singing voice what a talent totally yeah I, I just did not get karen's verse i'm sticking with that i just was like what is this <laughs> <laughs> loved the jumpsuit and the k buckle yes yeah she looked insane. oh yeah she looked that outfit is from um a show i saw her in a couple years ago called yummy um at the uh, um auckland international cabaret festival um, and it was this like drag burlesque show, and um, they all had these like disco ABBA outfits with the first letter of each of their names. Oh, um, and it was iconic. Uh, it was like when I fell in love with her, I was like, "You are a- an exceptional, exceptional performer." Um, but yeah, oh. stunning look, stunning look. So good, so good. So um, we get to the runway. Category is best drag. Karen feels confident and camp, just like that's the epitome of Karen from finance, confident and camp. And yeah. she looked great. Um, Kita is giving an angelic realness. The yeah, best Kita has ever looked. Uh, hands down, Kita, if you're listening, you were absolutely radiant. Mm, and that wet those wings? Those wings. I have you have you both seen um there's another costume Kita has. It's like a golden costume and she's got these wet these wings too. Um but they're like they're quite mechanical. Um and that the, like these ones just like the way they flow. Oh it was just beautiful. It was yeah. so beautiful. It was really beautiful. Whoever made those, though, I was like, oh, my God, those are absolutely made out of lines. This is genius. <laughs> <laughs> A little Venetian. Yeah. <laughs> and when Rue was like, she's not going to fit through the door, and then bam. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah. So great. Iconic. And, like, the cl- that classic key to makeup. Mm. So Titan. Everything was just next level. Yeah. The, the the teal glitter on the lips. Mm. Oh my god! I shat myself. I was like, "You are just—you're <laughs> a woodland fairy drag queen, looking absolutely stunning, gorgeous, marvelous." And that breastplate, holy mother of God! Oh my god! Yeah. It was so sexy. Yeah, Ooh. they looked so good. Scarlet is giving big, classy drag. She looked amazing. She did. Yeah, mm. and very good. Um juxtaposition from her in the song where she was like so hot like no matter what you think about Mm. Scarlett's place in the competition far out she can turn a look she looked Mm. incredible Mm. she did totally um and she says no matter what happens she's proud of all oh no sorry that was rude (laughs) I was like (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> also, um, Scarlet the Tan was a little Oh, bit yeah, girly. Girly, girly, girly. 
Girly, I love a rub-on tan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she, yeah. Went, she bought the Dove Gradual Tanning Moisturizer, medium to dark. Mm. <laughs> um, and Art looked incredible in her turquoise blue mm. eleganza. Yeah, I thought she looked the best. I thought she looked the most glamorous. I just was really, mm. really floored by her look. Yeah. Mm. So it didn't talk mm. about her look in the song, but that was really fun. Her wig, the rainbow, like oh, ponies. Yes. Really, mm. really cool. Mm. Totally. So Rue says <laughs> that she is proud, no matter what happens, she's proud of all of them. Um, and so we get to uh, the critiques. Uh, they say um, art re entering has broken the curse. Um, and that she's the future of drag. Just like, whoa. Do you feel like the term future of drag is just like thrown around? Mm. Yeah. 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 <laughs> What's the future of drag? Yeah. No, exactly. Like, what is it? What is the future of drag? What does that even mean when people it's, say it? Yeah, exactly. Because, like, also drag is so many things, you know? Like, yeah. kings. Are the future of drag? Yeah. Yeah. Bio queen to the future of drag. Like it was, yeah. But anyway, it was, that was, that would have been amazing. Yeah. Here for, for us. Definitely. <laughs> I'm just like, a man in a dress, is that the future of drag? That sounds like where drag came from. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the past and the present. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But she looked amazing. Yeah. And honestly, she's the future of drag. <laughs> 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 do you know I, do you know who I think she looks like as well or like conceptually it's just hit me in this moment she looks like she's off the Jetsons just speaking of the future of drag um, that's yes. a really niche reference for all you listeners out there um, yeah, for anybody who hasn't seen the Jetsons <laughs> yeah, Google at Han um, yeah I, I was like wow okay futuristic okay fine yeah Jetsons I love that. I love that. Uh, they say that Karen should be proud of herself, which is very, very true. She really should be. Um, Miss Michelle compliments Keita on her singing voice. Um, oh, and, yeah, that's so cute. Yeah, which so was real cute. cute. Still hasn't admitted that it was definitely her voice on Queens Down Under. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like her voice twin. Um, and... They call her a verse queen and that she is she doesn't put herself in a box. She is moldable. She mm. is the future mm. of drag. <laughs> yes. She is the future of drag. <laughs> uh, um, they say that she also has such a sweet soul. Rue says that to um Keita, which was like so cute to hear as well. <laughs> um and then they compliment Scarlett's performance. Uh, and then we get the infamous, what would you say to your younger self moment, which... Keita won. Keita won hands down. Yeah, yeah. Karen, that was yeah. the moment. I was like, just give her the fucking crown. Like, we don't even know, need the rest of the show. Seeing Keita as a little kid. Oh, my God. <laughs> God, like, bless you for pulling that photo out of the, like, <laughs> trunk at your parents' house and yeah. giving it yeah. to RuPaul. Did you see that um, Reese Nicholson gave yeah. RuPaul a child, a photo of him as a child and wrote yes. on it, like, you're going you're gonna to go big, Ru. Thanks yeah. so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Think you're onto a good thing here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. Um. I loved that Karen's um, boy name is Richard. It was really cute. Um, yeah, that's really sweet. Really, really cute. And um, art, just like art looking like art now, but then. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know how it is. The 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 prison. Prison. Um, and then we get the other question, which we were waiting for, which is why should you be? Australasia's next drag superstar. Um, and Art, oh, I definitely cannot read that. Art says she's been representing her whole career. <laughs> 
Very true. Um, Karen then calls herself the future of drag. That's when it was like, <laughs> this is really getting thrown around. <laughs> it's like, what? Also, surely, oh no, Karen's similar age to us, isn't she? She's like 29 or something. It's hard to know. Yeah, I was like, these guys are old, aren't they? But no, they're not. Um, Keto, just again, so cute. She is... This is when I was giving you (laughs) so good. So then the judges deliberate and just say amazing and lovely things about all the queens. Um, They Mm. say art is like such a good representative of Australian drag, and she's a joy to watch. Karen, she something about she creates a great character for herself. Totally. Um, yeah. Keita, they say she's got charisma. Um, she Something clicked within her halfway through the competition mm-hmm. that they were just like, mm-hmm. yes. And they they said, I think they said once, once her business partner had left the competition. She oh, yeah. <laughs> so strange. Oh, yeah. Keita emerged when Anita left. And Scarlett came to win. Um, and... Then we get the lip sync. So Rue says, I need to see you all lip sync. Definitely wasn't expecting that, but that's cool. <laughs> that's great. The song is physical. And for some reason, this is like probably when I was like, I should have stopped drinking because I was like anticipating them to all individually lip sync. Like I thought we were going to see all of them. Like 10 minutes of lip syncing. <laughs> I was like, this is going to be so long. <laughs> I, I, found, I found it quite challenging to watch that <laughs> the way it was edited. Like, I would have loved mm. to have seen Keita's whole one. When she blew up that fucking latex glove, um, I, I lost it. Yeah. Oh, so fucking good. And um, this is when I was like, oh, God. They're showing art a lot in the center of the screen. I was like really getting down to it. I was like, oh my God, is it going to be art? Like it can't be art. But she was just bopping. She was just bopping in her ball gown and Keita was like fucking going. She was giving herself a full physical. She was. literally was. was. That's the thing. Like art's gown was amazing, but it's hard to lip sync in Mm. a giant puffy dress. Like, yeah. Keita was so smart being able to just, like, take off bits. Now she's in a leotard and she's ready to, she's ready for the exactly. doctor's office. Yeah. She even so, did a cute little so, reveal. It was, like, a tiny little one. But, you know, a reveal nonetheless. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Absolutely. And then Keita, our gal, is crowned oh. the winner of RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under. Yeah, we I fucking did it. <laughs> yes. You're a winner. Oh, my God. Oh, the room um, erupted. I mean, there were only three of us, but uh, we erupted in screaming and applause. Yeah, yeah. As did we, as did we. Oh, <laughs> like, literally, I'm just like, this is the greatest TV show ever invented. Truly. Ever, ever, ever. And you know, I think, um, like, going back to your comment earlier about, like, I think I know what it's like for people to watch sport now. Like, surely this is what people feel like when when New Zealand won the America's Cup or the Rugby World Cup or something. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Yeah, um, and you know, you hear like, stories I felt about so like, patriotic. Yes, and like people like need to shut themselves away from their families when the All Blacks yeah, lose and yeah. stuff like that. I was like, <laughs> yeah. if Peter doesn't win, it's going to be a dark day. Yeah, oh it's God, over. It's over. <laughs> We we had to say because we did we had popcorn and we had to tell everyone not to throw popcorn if the result doesn't go in our favor because we were so worried. <laughs> it was so oh my god! Good. And Keita is just losing her shit and says, "Own who you are, baby." I fucking did it. It was amazing and really good fake winning. Um, yeah, acting. It was really sucks. authentic fake winning. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For those who don't know, they film everyone winning and then it's revealed on the night who mm-hmm. actually wins. Yeah, so all of everybody, including the queens, find out at the same time. Yeah. And I was watching, just um, amazing last night. 
I was watching footage of um, on Insta, like Instagram stories of the party that Keita was at, um, and like some pals from the from the community here were there. And Tess Tickle, her drag mother, gave the most beautiful speech. Um, who um, and Tess is like a legend in the scene here, um, and. It was so, so beautiful. It was. Just, it looked like such a beautiful night. The fierce drag jewels were there. Um, mm. She had her crown. And I was like, how did she get it so quickly? Like, do they all get one? Like, how does that work? Or does TVNZ get sent to the crown? And then, like, what happens there? Um, yeah. yeah. I know, because surely she didn't know she was going to win. Maybe she knew. I don't know. It's hard to know. I don't know. Hard to know. The crown looked amazing, though. Oh, it looked gorgeous. And then, yeah, they had a big party, didn't they, at the Long Room? They did. At Long Room, yeah. Yeah, it looked so fun. looked really, really fun. So cool. Um, Unfortunately, I'm a a bit of a nana, so um, when it comes to going out, I only actually like to go to gay bars. (laughs) And so going to a bar that is not a gay space um, was quite intimidating. So I decided to go to McDonald's and celebrate that way instead. And that's love a gay it. space. We love sure. it. <laughs> that's, a, that's a gay space, exactly. Uh, so congratulations to our queen. Cannot wait to see what she's going to do. Yeah, um, yeah. Yeah. Well Whoa, what so a journey, well guys. What a journey. In Bloody Credible. And after that filming day wrapped... Oh One my god. Michelle Visage. Obviously, so um, obviously for the for the listeners out there, I work for NHIV who organized the big gay out. Um, and basically we we wanted Michelle Visage to come to Big Gay Out. So um, my amazing colleague Victoria came up with this gorgeous like miniature campaign to try and get Michelle Visage's attention. Um, and if you want to see this whole story, you can just go to NHIV NZ TikTok and it's actually our first three stories on our TikTok um, about how we did it. And then there's footage of her actually coming. But um, we, we, um, we put a uh, classified ad in the newspaper. Um, Vic designed this incredible classified ad, like like basically describing Michelle Visage, um, and like like mega pop star has a drag queen friend, hates the color green. Um, see, um, so it was like uh, cheeky HIV organization seeking, but like a seeking arrangements type thing, um, and then we put. Um, some decals down in Victoria Park because we knew that on her Instagram story she was walking around Victoria Park. And so we put these decals down, these three decals being like, um, Michelle, we want you. DM us for more information, etc. Like put our Instagram handle there. And then what I then went and did is I took a photo of the uh, classified ad and I tweeted it and I was like, Oh my God, is this at Michelle Visage anyway? And she was like, what? The? She responded being like, what the fuck? Blah, blah, blah. This is amazing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then the next, I think then was that a couple of days later, because we weren't expecting her to like, like reply so early and we'd already planned, like Vic had already planned. Um, like we had a billboard planned as well. Vic had got this amazing <laughs> connection where we <laughs> She had planned to put a billboard up. Um, Vic is amazing, by the way. She's the marketing producer at NHIV. She's an absolute genius. Um, and, yeah, and so then we then tweeted, we took photos and I tweeted this, um, the, the photos of Michelle Visage in the park. And then by this point we'd started making TikToks. So um, we put this TikTok up and people started tagging Michelle Visage in the TikTok comments. And we got in touch with her. And so she was DMing us on Instagram and um, we didn't, we didn't know if she was going to make it because she said, obviously she's filming um, and she didn't know what time she would be rapping and stuff. And we had um, no idea that the day of the gout was actually the final day of filming for RuPaul's Drag Race. Um, anyway, so the day comes and we kind of, we were like, we didn't know. We were, uh, we're like, we tried, we gave it our best, best bet. And people were asking us, or like coming up to the staff all day being like, is Michelle Visage coming? Is Michelle Visage coming? And we were just like, you'll just have to stick around and see. Like, yeah. we, can't say this, we can't say no. Anyway, so at like 10 past six, 
we, because there's like a few of us who are connected to the NEHIV Instagram um, and we get these notifications come through on our phones um, from Michelle basically being like, I've just wrapped. Um, are you guys still going? Um, so the event finished at seven and this is about quarter past six, uh, 10 past six. Mm. And we were like, yes, 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 yes. Um, when, what time do you anticipate to be, to, be, to be here? She was like, oh, probably around 6.30. So then we ran backstage. We got um, all security on site and some police <laughs> backstage. <laughs> and um, me, uh, Vic and I um, went out to meet her and she arrived in a, Honda, a yellow Honda Jazz. It was so cute. <laughs> um, and um, she was in this like velvet tracksuit with the hair that and the and the and the beat that we all saw last night, just so glamorous. Um, mm-hmm. And we drove. She drove right into the backstage area, um, and it was really amazing. Um, she was so kind, so kind, Aww. and so warm and humble, and um, you know, bubbly and vivacious, and uh, wanting to connect with everybody. And we had Coven backstage because they were our closing. Um, performance and Coven um, were going to be going out with Michelle on stage and um, it was so gorgeous seeing you know a legend from the New York Vogue community um, connect with our Vogue community here and that was so special and then we also got Michelle to film some ending HIV um, testing messaging for us which um, was like an absolutely invaluable asset to us mm. and you know and she was so willing to do it um, in her tweets to us she was saying you know how important um, HIV and AIDS activism is to her and all this stuff mm. and then she went out on stage and the crowd went wild <laughs> they went I have never seen it at Big A Out like the whole park just swarmed to the stage like 10,000 people just swarming to um, the main stage at Big Out which was wild um, and she came out with Coven she said a little speech um, you know I can't wait to I think her speech ended with I can't wait to see what we've got in store for you I love New Zealand blah 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 I couldn't come to New Zealand and not come and see you all like she's so community minded it was so beautiful and then Coven did their set and what was really cute is I was standing side of stage um and anytime Coven would do some amazing dip or some amazing um uh choreographic move um Michelle would turn around to me um and like mouth like oh my god this is amazing and I was like <laughs> nodding my head to her like yeah I know Incredible, right? Um, and she stayed on stage. She stood at the back of the stage watching Coven set for the entire like half hour set. It was so wow. amazing. And then she she came off stage. Um, I helped her down off stage, and she gave me a big hug. She said, "Thank you so much for inviting me here." Um, it was you know it was you know it was so great you know um, and then. Um, by that point, oh, you know, then there was a little time for photos and cute photos and things. Um, she was so generous with her time. It was so, so lovely. And then she went to leave and I have never seen anything like it. Um, you know, you see videos of paparazzi and stuff, uh, but <laughs> the crowd had made their way backstage and people like the police and security guards were like holding them back. Um, and there were like people trying to reach over them, like, Michelle, I love you. La, 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 la. It was wild. And she was getting into her car, like, you're going to have to watch out. Like, we're coming through. <laughs> um, but she was so sweet. She'd be like, okay, well, are you going to take your selfie then? To like people over the barrier. She was like, I'm standing here, just take the photo. <laughs> it was really oh. cute. Um, and then off she went. It was so, so beautiful. Wow. I mean, you know, what? like, How there are people. People who got to spend, you know, three or four weeks filming with her, but that little moment um, for us at NEHIV was really, it meant the world. And we were like, how the hell are we going to top that? And then we, at like about 10 minutes later, a fucking Auckland lockdown was announced. <laughs> oh, that's right. <laughs> um, and it was kind of like shell-shocked because we'd just had this amazing moment. Um, and, you know, we'd just, we'd, we'd just, celebrated the biggest big gay out in history um and it was like what the heck but yeah it was such a special 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 
um, half hour. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> and God. We're kind the of only indebted. thing greater. So, yeah, you go. Michelle Visage. The only thing greater than Michelle Visage is COVID. <laughs> <laughs> the exactly. only thing that could exactly. top Michelle is COVID. It's COVID, yeah. <laughs> and like, I just, you know, I think, Michelle, if you're listening, if you can hear us, Michelle, um, uh, thank you from Ending HIV for coming and spending time um, with our community. And um, thank you for your kindness, your humility, and your activism for us. It's, you know, it was such an invaluable mm. asset. So, and for those listening, if you want to see um, what that was like, head to our Instagram, our TikTok. Um, page and all of the the whole journeys on TikTok. So great! She really does walk the walk. She talks the talk. Oh my gosh! She walks yeah, the walk. Hundred percent. It's Michelle Visage's drag race. We all know it. Yeah, it totally is. <laughs> hey, well, thank you so much, Blaze, for joining us for the final uh, episode of this season of. RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under with kick-ons Duh. and ending HIV. Yes, we have loved it. Yeah, thank you to all the people who have been here from the beginning of this wild journey um, <laughs> and are still listening right now. Um, we appreciate oh, it. Hopefully one of you is Michelle Versace, <laughs> but if not, <laughs> we love you just the same. And get out there and support your local drag artists. It's amazing that we can watch these queens on TV, who are incredible, top of their game, but there are so many drag performers all around our country that would love your support. Yeah, doing amazing uh, work. Totally. And deserve, they deserve opportunities to be on TV as well, and I'm sure they're coming. After Keita's big win, I think that is going to open up huge doors for New Zealand drag. <gasps> Thank you. It really yes. is. Yes. I know. Oh. Yeah. And we want to see them all on season two, don't we? Yeah, we do. Yeah. Well, Truly. that's it. That's Drag it. race is over. I know. They were your lives, queens. No, because doesn't all stars start next oh, week? Yeah. Stars, season six starts next week. It's going to be a riot. I do not know how to watch it in New Zealand yet, but we will post as soon as we find out. It's Paramount yeah, Plus. That's, mm, that's yeah. right. So, yeah. Watch this space. Watch this space. Thank you, Blaze. We love you. You're Thank a star. Thank you so you really much are. for having me, you both. <laughs> it has honestly been such a pleasure to join you throughout the season. And you're both just such magical treasures. And I can't wait to collab with you again very, very soon. Ooh, agreed. Yeah, we feel agreed. The same. <laughs> we really, really do. Thank you, Ending HIV, for all the amazing work you do. You are incredible. Bye. Oh, bye. 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 <laughs>